did it. This ain't no disco. It ain't no country club either. Well, good afternoon and welcome to another episode of the Florida Fun Podcast, your destination for Florida fun. My name is Josh, I'm your host, and you're listening to episode 17. Today is Wednesday, October 20th, 2021, and we're just 11 days away from the big day, from Halloween 2021. My kids are excited, I'm excited, and I certainly hope that you're excited Um, Today we're going to revisit a place that we've been in the past, but some things are a little different than the last time we were there, so I want to give you an update about that. We're going to go back to Legoland Florida Resort in Winter Haven. That is just south of Orlando, down 27, and uh, we're going to talk about Brick or Treat. That's something that we've done this year for the first time. Um, Before we get too far into it, I want to give you all the information on how to get a hold of me, how you can be involved in the program. Uh, You can always drop me an email. I am floridafunpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter. I post on Twitter all the time. Polls, pictures, comments, reviews, whatever you'd like. Uh, and that is at FloridaFun6 on Twitter. And I'm also on Pinterest and Instagram. And those are both at Florida Fun Podcast. You can also check out the Florida Fun Podcast live series on Instagram.com. So we recently took a trip down to Winter Haven, uh, kind of a long trip. The, the day we went uh, was, the weekend we went was very busy. Um, it, there was a lot of cars on 95, a lot of cars on I-4, and a lot of cars on the 429 on the way down there. But, uh, but we made it. It took us a while, but we made it. Uh, the biggest part of that is we were going to go to Legoland. And uh, we stayed in a very nice hotel right there in Winter Haven, very, very close. And uh, it was a very nice experience. I want to tell you a little bit about Brick or Treat 2021. Uh, the event itself is October 2nd and the 3rd, 9th and the 10th, 16th and the 17th, 23rd and the 24th, and the 30th and the 31st, the weekend of Halloween. Um, and it is included in your regular price of admission to get in. Now, we have annual passes, and uh, not everyone does. So you can buy a one-day ticket to get in. You can use your annual pass to get in. It does not matter. You're not paying extra for Brick or Treat. Uh, The park itself was really decorated. There was a lot of uh, updates. There was a lot of things that were a little bit different. I'm going to go over all that in a second. Um, uh, But it was very, very cool. And they do have trick-or-treating that does start every day uh, on the Brick or Treat weekends. I want to say it's a Friday and a Saturday Saturday and a Sunday um, after 2.30. So when you get in the park, it's about 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, You have to wait until after 2.30 until the event actually starts and you can uh, start trick-or-treating. Now the park is open. You can ride rides, you can see the shows. A lot of the shows are early on in the morning and they are out throughout the day. Uh, the decorations throughout the day, uh, there are events throughout the day, um, and I'll go over all that in just a second. But the trick-or-treating itself doesn't start until after 2.30. Now I told you about the annual passes. I want to tell you a little bit about our annual pass, the way that they're structured. Uh, to get into Brick or Treat, uh, to get into Legoland, they do have an annual pass structure just like Disney, just like SeaWorld, just like Universal. Um, their passes are in four different levels. They are the Brick Pass, the Awesome Pass, the Awesomer Pass, and the Awesomest Pass. Uh, we do have the Awesomer Pass, 
Um, they're anywhere from $119.99 to $299.99. That's in full pay. They do have a monthly thing you can do. Um, our pass, the awesome our pass, does include unlimited admission to Legoland theme park and water park, all events, uh, plus three Merlin attractions for up to 12 months, no blockout dates, admission to Peppa Pig theme park opening in 2022, free self-parking plus exclusive discounts, and then we do get additional benefits of um, discounts on regular day admission tickets to Legoland theme parks for other folks, on-site hotel discounts at Legoland Florida, Legoland Pirate Island uh, Hotel, and the Legoland Beach Resort, exclusive collectibles from Legoland theme park events, annual commemorative discount brick, 10% discount dining and retail purchases, exclusive annual passenger bass holder lanyard, uh, reserved seating at Legoland Florida theme park shows, and up to 20% discount on in-park dining, plus two complimentary guest one day three park admission selects per annual pass when you pay in full at the time of purchase. So Legoland really does it up and uh, all their other passes have lots of great uh, benefits as well and uh, you just want to check out their website legoland.com and uh, you can get all that information. Uh, so like I said it was a very very busy day but I want to give you a little information as the park. Now the park hasn't really changed. Um, you know you still have the rides, you still have the shows, all that kind of stuff but a lot of the stuff has changed. We did get a cool little Handbook, the Legoland Florida Resort Brick or Treat Handbook, and this is for 2021. And it has a lot of maps in here. It has a lot of places where you can see the Shipwreck Alley and the Creatures of the Kingdom and the Wicked Sweet Way and the Graveyard of Ghouls. You can see where all the, the trick-or-treat areas are going to be. Um, but one of the things that they do outline for you is the different shows, the different rides, different attractions, things that have changed. Um, we did get a chance to check out Brick uh, some of the shows. Uh, the one that we saw was Brickbeard's Water Sports Stunt uh, Ski Show, which was very, very cool. Um, that was something a little bit later on in the day that we caught. And then we saw the last show of the day, which is the fireworks show, which is the Tale of Pirate's Cove. Um, there are other shows that were throughout the day. A Candy-Coated Curse, Operation Monster Squad, Time to Learn About Halloween, and The Groovin Graveyard. Um, we didn't catch those, um, but we were busy trying to ride rides, uh, which I'm assume a lot of people are probably doing. Um, there was one ride that we noticed in one area that we noticed that was changed. Uh, the carousel is now the creepy carousel. Uh, there's uh, Legoland spiders on the outside, some Legoland ghosts, some Lego ghosts hanging up. Um, and then the signage around the castle area was updated to do the creatures of Legoland. Uh, so again, some Legoland spiders and some Legoland ghosts and that kind of stuff. Um, we did have some character meet and greets, which was a lot of fun. Uh, Lego monster rocker. A little earlier in the morning, Lego Spider Lady, Lego Lord Vampire, Lego Zombie Pirate, and um, that was also a lot of fun. And then Lego Shark Suit Guy, and uh, they were out there, and Lego Zombie Pirate. Um, so there was some cool stuff uh, that we saw. Um, I'm going to tell you about the meet and greets. They, they don't work the same way they used to. Uh, the Lego character meet and greets, they were all behind a barrier or on a stage or in some way separated from you. So you could get close to them, but you couldn't interact directly with them. You couldn't shake hands or hug them or put your hands on them, obviously because of the coronavirus pandemic. Um, but we did meet a uh, Lego shark suit guy and we let Lego uh, zombie pirate. Uh, and they were very cool. They posed for pictures with us. Um, I do want to let you know that there's also a Lego kind of a photo pass wristband kind of a thing. Um, they give it to you the first time you take a picture and they can just scan it. It's a little barcode and you can see your pictures on the way out. You can buy your pictures on the way out. Now we didn't do that, um, but they did also give the ability to use your cell phone 
or any camera that you have and uh, you can take pictures of uh, yourself or the kids or your family or whatever um, and you can do that and that was very very cool as well um, the shows were fantastic as they always are um, the one that I said that we saw was Brickbeard's water sports stunt show this one was all about the pirate Brickbeard who has uh, been the pirate captain and his pirate crew uh, very funny, lots of humor, lots of comedy, um, and it was very high energy, right? Um, they had water skiing, some stunt water skiing. They did a pyramid, um, which was very, very cool. I haven't seen that in a very, very long time. Some powerboats. They did some powerboat stunts, um, and it was right there on the lake back on the backside of um, Legoland Florida Resort. The Legoland Resort took over the old Cypress Gardens. So when you first come in in the morning, you're going to come down Cypress Gardens Boulevard. You're going to make a left or a right onto Legoland Way, and that's going to bring you in. Um, with your annual pass, you do get free parking, um, but we did pay the $10 upgrade to do the covered parking, um, and if I would highly suggest it. Um, it's much closer. Um, yes, you park for free with your annual pass. Uh, you would also park kind of out you know, with everyone else out in the middle of nowhere. Um, but I would highly, highly, highly suggest doing that as well. Um, that saved us a lot of energy and a lot of time. It's not so much in the morning. It's at the end of the day when you come back that you're tired and you kind of have had a day and you want to be a little bit closer. You don't want to walk nearly as far. Maybe you have some folks like we had. We had uh, a person in our party in a wheelchair. Um, it just kind of makes the party, uh, makes the end of the day a little bit uh, more comfortable. Um, let's talk about another show that we saw at the end of the day. The last show at the end of the day was the fireworks show. This was at 8 o'clock. The park closed at 8. Um, and it was the Tale of Pirate's Cove. Now, this was very multimedia. Uh, there was some pyro from the land shots that fired back and forth at this ghost pirate ship. Um, they told a great story. So there was verbal. There was uh, there's some music playing. Great fireworks that shot off over your head. There were some barges out there. Um, really, really great show. Great way to end the day. Very Halloween, very pirate, very, very, very cool. So uh, definitely if you're going to go uh, this next weekend, the 24th, uh, the 23rd, 24th, and the 30th, and the 31st, um, definitely stay for the fireworks, guys. It is it is definitely something that you want to check out, um, and that was a whole lot of fun. Um, so there was one area of the park that had changed a little bit that I noticed. Everything else kind of seemed about the same. Um, two things I want to tell you. Uh, one was the Miniland area, and I posted some videos uh, on the Florida Fun Podcast Live on Instagram, where the Miniland area for years and years has had these mini dioramas, diagrams of, of um, areas like uh, you know Hollywood and Las Vegas and Orlando and you know New York City and all that kind of stuff. And they've been slowly getting sun bleached over the years, and they've been getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Legoland has finally taken the step to cover them up. So they're building a giant, um, like a, a soft top roof over the top. They have these huge footers. They're moving the bricks out of the way. They're, they're updating some of the brick building that they've done. They built a whole new New York skyline with the Statue of Liberty and large buildings. Um, and it's going to be really nice. Now, it's not finished yet. When we went, it was still under construction, so it may not be much longer. It looked like it was almost done, um, but that's really going to make it nice. You can cut through there. It's, it's not air-conditioned, but it's much cooler. It's going to trap all the heat outside, keep some air underneath there, and the whole Miniland area where you kind of cut through back to the water ski show, you kind of cut through uh, back to the water park. Um, that is the shortest way is through Miniland. It'll be much, much, much cooler, and uh, it'll also protect those figures, let them last a lot longer. Um, the other area that I noticed 
was by the front of the park near the big store, uh, near the big shop, was used to be a pizza place. And it was kind of just to come in, sit down, huge dining area. Um, that has since changed. That's been updated. That's now the Legoland Coffee Shop. And they have bagels and pastry and you know, cinnamon rolls, that kind of stuff. But it's only in the front half of the building. The back half of the building kind of goes into a lot of detail about the history of Legoland Parks, the history of the Legoland Florida Resort, how Legos were first made, the, the idea behind them. Um, and if you watch Lego Masters, um, the top three for the Lego Masters competition in 2021, the last one that just went off the air, they just crowned the winners, um, they have those top three creations. So the first place, the team that won, the second place, and the third place, those are all right there. And, and it's the actual creations. I mean, that's that's probably as close as they got to doing them. Um, and really neat to see. And I think I would have honestly voted for first place as well. The other two are very cool, um, but I think I would have voted for first place as well. Um, so you get to see those up close. Um, a cool thing that is about Legoland is there's no real rush to get out. And I'm not going to say that like the same way like a casino has no real rush to get out. They want you to spend as much money as possible. Um, but the way that Legoland is, is if there's a building area, there's an area where they have dots, which are much smaller Legos. They're about the size of a pen cap. Um, they have larger Legos. They have Duplos. They have areas where kids can just go and play. They don't rush you out at all. You get to stay and build. Your kids can stay and build. Um, and one neat thing that I did see inside the, the back of the Legoland coffee shop uh, was that uh, a scientist, a mathematician, I want to say he was from Norway, if I remember correctly, uh, had written down and done the calculations of how many different permutations, how many different ways to connect the Legos that there were. So one on top, one on the front, one on the back, side by side. And they had gone with two, with three, with four, with five, and with six. So it said something like, like 19 million different ways to combine six different same color Legos. And it was just amazing. And they had a cool wall where kids could come up and they could combine their six Legos however they wanted. They're all just blue six square or eight square Legos, um, two on the bottom and then four long. And they would put them up on this wall and the kids could write the name of it, whether it's, uh, you know, Bob's Creation or uh, the Ice Cream Store or wh whatever it is, whatever they wanted to write, they could write their name on there and then they could put it on the wall and anyone could come by and see it. So your kid could be famous um, for that day. And the dots area, uh, kind of down near the apple fries area. Um, that also has an area where you can finish building your dots and uh, they'll take that and they'll put it up on a wall as well. So uh, that was very, very cool. Um, what else can I tell you? Um, the character meet and greets were very cool. Um, we did see Lord uh, Lego Spider Lady and Lord Vampire. They were up on a stage. So uh, that was back behind the castle. And uh, the whole castle area was uh, very busy. It's a very popular area. There's a shop there. There's a couple rides there. Um, jousting is right in that same area. Um, but as you come through the, the walkway, the stage on the left, and they would blow smoke, and they would have music play. And uh, Lego Spider Lady and Lord Vampire would come out, and they would dance, and they would wave to people. And then you could walk up to the stage kind of one at a time and take a selfie with them, or someone could take your picture. Um, and that was very, very cool, too. Um, we didn't see Monster Rocker. Uh, but we did see, uh, like I said, Zombie Pirate and Shark Suit Guy, and they were both very, very, very cool. Um, the end of the show, the end of the day, the, the Tale of Pirates Cove was very cool. Definitely check that out. Um, I did want to tell you a little bit about the trick or, uh, brick or treating itself. Now, this is a little bit different. In the past, there were areas where you could go, uh, maybe one long trick or treat trail, um, kids and whoever else. Now, it, I'm going to tell you guys, 
in a lot of places that you go, the theme parks I'm talking about, you know, um, SeaWorld's Brick or Treat or a SeaWorld's uh, uh, Spooktacular at SeaWorld or Brick or Treat at Legoland or, um, you know, maybe places at your local zoo or whatever, they don't care if you wear a costume. I mean, you can, but you don't have to. If you want to just walk through and say, can I have some candy? There you go. They'll give you a bag and you can go to Brick or Treating. Uh, Brick or Treat at Legoland is the same way. They don't care if you wear a costume. You can. Your kids can. Uh, we saw adults in costume. We saw kids in costume. We saw some really great costumes. Uh, we saw a lady that looked like one of the, the uh, witches from Hocus Pocus had done a fantastic job. She was really impressive. Um, we saw some great kids' costumes. Um, and, you know, there were some people that just had a, a pumpkin shirt on. And, you know, the whole family had matching orange pumpkin shirts on. That's fine, guys. You don't have to wear a costume to these kind of things. If you want to go, you want to have a good time, you want to enjoy the park, and you still want to go, uh, you know, trick-or-treating, brick-or-treating, and get some candy, uh, they're more than willing to, uh, to do that for you. The way that brick-or-treating worked in the past, like I said, was a long line. You would start at one end, go through, come out the other end, maybe go through one more time, whatever it was. Now what they've done is they've scattered it throughout the park. So there's about five different locations throughout the park, and each one has one host or one team member waiting there handing out candy. But there's a line to get into each one. So there's one down by the ski show. There's one over by the back of the burger restaurant. There's one near the front of the park. You have to wait at the end of that line until it's your turn. They put some candy in your bag and then you go. Now you can hark around and go to the line again, but it doesn't mean that you get to the front of the line, right? So there's only one person. So you kind of have to go from line to line to line. There was one over in the, the, uh, the, um, uh, Duplo build area. There was one, uh, a couple different places. Um, so that was a little different this year. I wasn't used to that. The lines were quite long. The day we went, it was pretty busy. Uh, there was a lot of bodies in the park, and it was pretty busy. Um, so, you know, the lines were kind of long. So if, if you're going to go, um, be prepared for that, right? It's not the way it is over in, um, you know, maybe SeaWorld, where SeaWorld has one particular area. You go down the treat trail, you hit all the treats, and you're done. This one, you have to kind of hop around the park a little bit to go. So um, that was a little bit different. I wasn't used to that. That was, a, that was a little bit new. I'm not used to waiting in lines at theme parks, and I guess because of the the pandemic things have changed and the way that they're reacting to crowds has changed and the way that they're doing things has changed um, but uh, definitely be aware of that uh, but overall it was a, a fantastic day we really really enjoyed it uh, we had a chance to uh, ride some new rides and see some new things and, and it definitely was very very cool um, I'm going to talk to you about some some treats and some stuff that was going on in the park here in just a second as well but for right now it is trivia time and I want to ask you guys a trivia question. Let's see how you do. Today's trivia question is, how many Legoland parks are located throughout the world? Is it A, 2, B, 6, C, 9, or D, 11? How many Legoland parks are located throughout the world? Is it A, 2, B, 6, C, 9, or D, 11? We'll be back in just a moment with our answer. Okay, guys, think about that answer. See what you think. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about the treats that were there. There was uh, obviously the candy that they give to the kids and whoever else goes through. Um, but there were different places. Like I said, the one place that was uh, definitely updated was the Legoland Coffee Company. They do have a Mummy's Pumpkin Chai Hot Coffee that was there. And over in Granny's Apple Fries, there's a S'mores Granny Apple Fries a la mode, uh, which looked fantastic. Now... You guys know I have a different diet. I don't eat the same things that everyone else does. Um, but uh, the treats really, really looked good. And they 
you know, they didn't have just random, vague, nondescript candy. I mean, they had the real thing. Uh, they definitely had the real thing. Um, so you had Snickers bars and uh, Milky Way and uh, M&Ms. They had tons. They gave away tons of M&Ms. Um, uh, Twizzlers and, and a lot of other stuff. So they, they definitely had great stuff. Um, over in the Dragon's Den area, there was the Monster's Marshmallow Mud Cup, which looked really good. Uh, the Dragon's Den also had the Candy Crypt Cannoli, uh, which was um, a chocolate-dipped cannoli with uh, peanut butter candies inside, which was very cool. And uh, there was a lot of cool stuff. They did give you this little handbook, uh, which kind of you could flip through and have it throughout the day. Uh, which kind of really helped and, and, and made things easy to kind of go from one place to another. Uh, over in the traffic cart, which is back by the Lego City area, there was the Mad Scientist Purple Popcorn Mix, uh, which was a mix of different kinds of popcorn, obviously. Um, and then uh, going through, there was uh, different areas where you could trick-or-treat, and uh, it was a very, very fun thing. Um, another thing I want to tell you about is the different activities they had there for the kids and, and for adults if you wanted to. Um, as we went through kind of the kingdom area, uh, there was a spider attack competition build, which was very cool. Uh, you could build a creepy spider and add it to a giant spider web, um, and that was very, very fun. There was an area there where you could build your own scarecrow, and that was uh, a very fun thing to do. Um, there was a scarecrow super brick build, which is in the Duplo Valley area. Uh, that was something that kids could do. That was something that um, families could do together. Um, and uh, there was just little things that were located throughout the park where, you know, let's say you don't want to ride rides. Or maybe you have a little person and, and they don't want to ride rides. Um, the Critter Catcher's Ring Toss game was back in the Kingdoms area. And uh, that was back there. Um, there was a bunch of other stuff. And I'm kind of looking through. There was so much, guys, that it was hard to really kind of keep up with. Um, the different shows, the Candy Coated Curse was back in the Lego City stage. Um, the candy corn adventure hunt, uh, scavenger hunt, uh, was something where you can basically go throughout the park. That was back in the Duplo Valley area. You could go through the different areas of the park, and there was little different um, candy corn pieces, and you would finish up the scavenger hunt and come back and get a prize, um, and that was very, very cool as well. Uh, coming up, there is going to be holidays at Legoland Florida Resort. That starts just in November, just around the corner, so just past Thanksgiving. Uh, November 26, 27, 28, and in December, 4, 5, 11, 12, 18, 19, and the 24th through the 31st. So, thank you very much to Legoland Florida. Uh, we had a fantastic time. All right, guys. So, here's the answer to the trivia question. I'm going to read it for you one more time. How many Legoland parks are located throughout the world? I can hear you screaming at me. Is it A2, B6, C9, or D11? Ready? The answer is C, nine. Nine Lego Land Parks. Now, there are others that are un underway. There are others that are going to be built. But right now, they are in Billund, Denmark, San Diego, California, Gunsberg, Germany, Dubai in the United Arab Emirates, uh, Winter Haven, Florida, near Orlando, Nagoya, Japan, Nusa Jaya in Mal Malaysia, New York, and in Windsor, England. So, congratulations if you got that right. And guys, I am going to go ahead and call this an episode. I know it's a little bit shorter than we normally do, but I just wanted to kind of highlight all the stuff in Legoland Florida and tell you what a fantastic time we had and that you guys should definitely check out Legoland Florida while there's still, looks like two weekends left, the 23rd and 24th and the 30th and the 31st. 
So if you make your way down there, uh, I'm sure Legoland and all the other locations does brick or treat as well, especially in California, here in the United States and in New York. Um, I'm sure they all do those as well. So guys, thank you so much. I appreciate you being involved in the podcast as always. I appreciate you being out there listening. Um, I enjoy doing the podcast for you. I enjoy uh, giving you guys this information. And I certainly hope you guys are getting something out of it. Um, If there's something you'd like to hear, if there's a way that you'd like to, uh, maybe a different topic you'd like to cover, let me know. Uh, Again, you can get hold of me via email, and that is at floridafunpodcast at gmail.com. You can always send me a message on Twitter, and I am at floridafun6 on Twitter. And you can always get a hold of me uh, on Instagram. I am at floridafunpodcast on Instagram. That's also where I pop up all my videos, and that is the Florida Fun Podcast Live series. And uh, I just added an account on Pinterest, and that is at Florida Fun Podcast on Pinterest. Uh, guys, coming up real soon, we're going to be doing some stuff. Um, we're going to do a live food tasting coming up real soon. I'm going to be going on the road, so who knows where I will wind up next. Uh, there's going to be some adventures coming up real soon, and uh, we'll may- maybe do some more uh, Florida Fun Podcast live videos. Guys, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Thank you so much for being out there, and uh, we certainly appreciate your involvement. Um, and uh, I'm going to end this broadcast, and thank you for being there. And guys, uh, remember to go out there today. Have some Florida fun, and we'll see you out there.